Broadcasting from high above the reserve, this is Radio Harambe. Jumbo, everyone. Thank you, as always, for tuning in to Radio Harambe. I'm Dave McBride, broadcasting from a hot and sunny Radio Harambe studios. And joining me from across the continent, he's in between sets, folks, at the, um, at the uh, Flamingo, <laughs> at his gig at the Flamingo, is Safari Mike. Mike, how are you today? Dave, I think you, for the first time you've used a casino that's actually still in existence. <laughs> I love the Flamingo. <laughs> it's such a kitschy old place. It's great. Isn't the Flamingo the one that um, Bugsy Siegel built? <laughs> yeah. Yes. yes. <laughs> Mike, you live in a strange town. I got to tell you, man. It's got some great history to that town. How, how, is it hot out there? Uh, it, well, you know, we've actually got to monsoon season. So we've had a couple of. What does that very... mean? Drizzles for a couple of days? No, it, it it what that means is that a storm comes through, the wind kicks up to like up to sixty miles per hour, and it pours <laughs> for like twenty minutes, like pours, pours. And that's the last time it rains until next July. Well, it, it, no, it happens a few <laughs> times during July and August, but uh, but you know you get these flash floods because it's so dry out. Yeah, yeah, the, of course. The water yeah. doesn't like soak into mud or anything like that. It just runs off into so. Uh, we're going through that now. We've had today's not so bad, but this week we've had a couple of monsoons come through. It's been a hot, sticky mess here in the East Coast for uh, quite some time now. I feel like there's a little relief coming, but oh boy, oh boy mm. it's been it's been a uh, it's been a hot and sticky summer. Anyway, yeah, yeah. let's do some plugs. We got some uh, t-shirts, T Public, T Public. Uh, yep. Go to our website. Go to any of our social media you'll find the link there and then link is in your show notes too it's hard to explain how to get to it you can you can go to t public and search radio harambe and you'll find it but it's easier just to use these links and go right to the store uh there's some great designs on there um i think you're gonna i think you're gonna like some of them uh it's <laughs> not all of them I'm, I'm gonna ask you this online as opposed to i mean on the show on yeah. air i should say as opposed to Christina has a couple of Dino Land ones, one being a Countdown mm. to Extinction uh, uh, T-shirt. I mean, should we put those out now since Disney has removed all the Dino Land merchandise? Well, from, I think that's probably stores? a good idea. Mike, <laughs> the last few that I saw on there, right? Uh-huh. I, 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 there's one on there, Stop the T-Tac Logging Company. Gosh, yes. A, that is great. And the the travel one, the Twiga Travel Agency. Twiga Travel. Yes, I have that one. Yeah, these are so good. That of course comes from a sign. <laughs> they both come from signs. The T-Tac Lumber Lumber Company is the one yep. that you see in Anandapur, and that's actually the logging company that you hear ruining the rainforest on Kali River Rapids. That's the T-Tac Log Logging Company. And there's and also Twiga Travel as a sign that you see in Harambe. 
Yeah, and there's a few of those. There's also the the mm-hmm. Joe Rody masks and beads. Yep. Um, what's the Samawadi? I, I remind me again where the Samawadi. Samawadi that's that's, that's also a, from there. No, that's from Kadani Village. Actually, that's the 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 oh, pool yes. area, the yes. play area yes. for the kids is Samawadi. Um, so that, that's what that comes from. I mean, there's <laughs> there. These are great designs. These are serious, like. You know, Deep cuts. <laughs> Animal Kingdom fan designs here, folks. I say this all the time on Twitter. I probably said it on the show too. When I when the last time I was at Disney in March, you know, I I literally wore one of our T-shirts every day, and I would get <laughs> when I went to Sanaa. I bought, had my Sanaa shirt, and uh, you know, all the cast members yeah. loved it. Yeah, it's I great. walked I walked the Gorilla Falls with my Pangani Forest Trail shirt, and a couple of cast members said, "Oh my god." <laughs> so my favorite one is a great way to strike up a CM conversation. My favorite one is Rhodey's Animal Kingdom. That's the one you need to go out and get, kids. Rhodey's <laughs> Animal Kingdom. There's a Tiger River Run one. There's a couple of yeah, uh, deep, listen. Some, there's some a deep cuts. Yeah, I mean, there's the there's a Moar one, which I I have that one of those. Um, the Anandapur Rail Service one. I mean, they just go check Dawa. it out. Kids. Go check. Our it biggest out. sellers. Not to, I mean, uh, I don't want to get too far in this. Our biggest sellers are. Uh, Dawa Bar, which is amazing. I, that's Nomad a great Lounge, yeah. one. And I'm, I'm, I'm detecting. One I'm, a, I'm detecting a pattern here, Mike. Biggest yeah, sellers a, are Dawa, Nomad. I know Pang- the Pangani sold a lot. People seem to like because we have Maharaja Jungle Trek and Pangani. People seem to like like the extinct stuff. Like uh, you yeah. know, it, the Pangani Forest Trail is going to sell a lot better than Gorilla Falls Trail. You know what I mean? Yes. <laughs> yes. No, people so, do like that. You're at, you're you're right. That's that's Pang- absolutely true. Pangani sold a lot, and um, the other big one was. There, I mean, as far as uh, extinct stuff, there's a Rivers of Light one. That's right. That's it's right. up there. Sells. Jump on that, kids. There's a Rivers oh, of Light one. You know what? One that sells really well or sold really well was the Anandapur Rail Service. Oh, that that's was a one great. That, that's a great oh, design too. And the Barudica or, or Burudica farewell tour was our is our one of our oh, biggest. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh god, <laughs> that was one of the first ones that Christina designed. That makes right me when uh, just when you say Burudica. their name, it makes me want to find an evil Bob and yell at them Beat for em. twenty minutes. Beat them up. I'm not a violent man, Mike. I'm not a violent man. <laughs> anyway, uh, so. Find those T-shirts, buy some. Every bit of money we make, we donate to charities. We donate it to the World Ranger Fund, but I think we're going to change that now. So we'll let you know where we're going to the where the next. Yeah, follow us online. Yeah. I'll put it up on Twitter and all that. Yeah, we we've done, you know, uh, rhinos in the past, and we I mean all sorts of made all sorts of donations on on your behalf, you the listeners' behalf, the fans' behalf here. Uh, from yeah, again, did, uh, I, Diane Fossey's uh, gorilla. Yeah. We did yep. uh, the Cheetah Conservation, right? Yeah, that's a great organization. I know Gravy Zebra Trust. We did that's another great we, organization and a shoestring budget with that organization that are trying we, to save those right. zebras. What's the parrot one that we did? The Macaw one. What's yeah. the, what's the Ara Project? Yeah, Ara, Ara Project. Right? I knew that had a different yeah. one. Yep, yep. So anyway, anyway. go check it out. Um, again, I don't. We don't keep a dime of this. Like, there's every single bit of money that comes to us from T Public goes right into these places. So uh, it's a great way to kind of make a donation, feel good about that, and get your cool Disney stuff. Because really what Christine is designing here are things you will not get at the park. Oh, You're God, never no. going to get this stuff at the park. I mean, this is stuff that is for a true Animal Kingdom fan to show their pride without, um, you know, and not being generic. It's not generic. It is. She has. She is definitely not generic. 
when it comes to, to, to designing these things. I mean, they are uh, there's there's some really cool stuff here. Anyway, got Mike, a boneyard one. Oh you God, are most beautiful from anyway. Kyle, <laughs> my son's got the boneyard one. The let's go digging in the boneyard, and you could cut. It's T Public, so it's one of those things where you can customize all these things. So yeah, yeah. put on different shirts. You could put on mugs and hats and all sorts of things. So just uh, you just click through them and find them, you know, and see what you can do. I got, I, I'm telling you, man. I love that Samawati one. That is a nice design. That is a good looking design. I have design. one of those. Yeah. I like the Drink Walla one. Drink Walla, of course, is the little, yeah. little yeah. drink stand right when you cross the bridge into Nandapur. And but I think I, have, I might uh, have to get, I, I, if, I think we might have to, uh, somebody has to get my son the hit the brakes, you're here, Chester and Hester's Dinorama one <laughs> with the dinosaurs in the car. That's that, I feel that's one Colin will will rock with. Uh, another, another big seller. I know we're talking a lot. Of, another big seller was the Sanaa one. That's another one that sold very well. Because that's, a, I mean, that and that's the thing she's doing here, right? With some of this stuff, like the like the um, the Dawa Bar and uh, Nomad Lounges. These are beloved places by fans of the park. Sure, and Sanaa, you know? and and they look. If you look at the Sanaa one, it looks like the sign as you're yeah. uh, walking in to check in. And it's completely uh, uh, same and, thing with Dawa. And in the merchandise well, world, these things are totally underserved or non-served at all. Right. So, I mean, and then, so here you go. You can get yourself what you want here, and then all the money goes to to help uh, conservation somewhere in the world. So, anyway, Mike. We, we even have a Support World Ranger shirt on there, too, so go ahead and get that yep. one, too. But anyway. Yep. yep. Anyway, we're going uh, go to that's on That's topic. something, our designer, that is, that's near and dear to her, to our designer, well, sure. the World yeah, Ranger. She works in yep. the National Park, absolutely. Yep, she does. So, anyway, go ahead, Mike. What are we doing today? So, Dave, on the past, we have done, you know, sort of, you know, you always mock me about my lists. Of, oh, you of love things. lists. Love so lists. I have done top uses of color. We should really change Disney's this to the Radio Harambe list podcast is what it should be. <laughs> Mike's, Mike's Safari Mike's lists should be like a, a website where you put all these lists down. We could, we that's right. Maybe I should do that. There's a top ten uses of water. I don't We've want to give you any ideas. But now, Dave, we are going to move to top ten uses of light at Disney's Animal Kingdom. My top ten uses of light. I think number one is probably relatively obvious, but uh, we will uh, proceed accordingly. Whenever you're ready, I will begin. I am list. ready. Number ten, Dave. This is the only one that's kind of sort of extinct. I put the barges that they use on at Rivers of Light. And the only reason I kept this on the list, even though technically it's not going forward now, whenever they do do a new uh, show in that Rivers of Light theater, and you know they will eventually, I guarantee you they're right. going to use the, those light up lotus flowers that float along the river and the, the, you know, the animals and stuff. They probably spent way too much money just to throw them in the garbage. I expect whatever they, whatever they move to use – well, the, the barges that are used in the River of Light will will, will come back, I think, in, in, at some point. But that's my number 10. I, 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 they are going to come back. You're, you're not wrong there. They're gonna, something's going to happen with them. They recycle I mean, the, everything. <laughs> the show is Rivers of Light. So, you know, it, it figures it would be in the top 10 uses of light. The show is actually called Light. Yeah. Uh, it, was I, I, light. I, it was a great show that they that they uh, since announced that they have permanently removed from the schedule. Yeah, I, it is. It was a great show and it's going to be terribly missed by us for sure. Um, and I but I was curious whether or not it would make it to the list because it's not current. It's, you know, it's, it's 
I didn't know if you were going to try to be uh, current in your. Uh, I, I I put it at ten. For that reason, current. Yeah, yeah, for that yeah. reason, it probably if the show was still going, it would be probably well up on this list. But um, the only reason I did use it was like I'm convinced that um, you know those lotus, you know those barges that they use will will be used in whatever show. They have. I mean, when you think about it, I mean, the show is going to have to be water based. It's going to have to be on the water, obviously. Oh, yeah. It's a, around the lake. So I, I can't imagine that they're just going to toss them into the garbage. So I, I think whatever, whenever they get around to announcing a new show, whether it's, you know, based on Mickey Mouse or Raya or whatever, I think uh, those Lotus Flowers will be involved. Yeah, I would agree. Speaking of Lotus Flowers, Dave, number nine on my list is actually uh, at Nomad Lounge. When kids order drinks, or in some of the drinks, especially at nighttime, they put little light-up lotus flowers in your drinks. I know uh, my kids, when they were little, loved them. I know Christina's uh, kids and, and niece love them. But they're a fun little thing to have when you're drinking late at night at uh, the Nomad Lounge. Little flower, little light-up flowers that float around in your drinks. So the lotus floats are number nine. <laughs> Oh, you and your lists. Well, Nomad Lounge. <laughs> I, had to, I had to get Nomad Lounge in there somewhere. <laughs> Nomad it Lounge is near and dear to your heart, for list. sure. <laughs> Number eight, Dave, is so I think the only thing on my list that is actually only used during the holidays. And that is, um, for those of you who have been to the Animal Kingdom for the last two Christmases, the Diwali lanterns that they uh, light put up near the um, up show, the, the bird show, the Flights of Wonder Theater, whatever the theater is called now. Right, right. Um, they do like a little uh, Diwali, which is a lantern festival during the holidays in India. They do a Diwali lanterns lit up over by there, and it's just absolutely stunning. I love that area. They do a great oh, sure. job with the holidays. Uh, in total, but I put put these out in in particular because I think those are particularly an excellent use of light. Those lanterns are amazing. I, w- I wish there'd be more of that kind of stuff um, at Disney's Animal Kingdom. But you have not been there during the holidays, is that right, Dave? During Christmas? Uh, for, for the last two years, since they've redone the. No. Were you there for the, not in the last two since, years? All right, so you haven't seen like the the puppet show that they do as they're walking around Discovery Island or the the new decorations on Discovery Island or this, the Diwali lanterns. No. You haven't been able to, yeah. No. no. You've been there for in the past during Christmas when they had the Harambe stuff up, right? Yes. Okay. All right. Number seven on my list, Dave. This is uh, your uh, attraction that you can never seem to remember the name of. That's the (laughs) Navi River Journey. During the River Journey, of course, there's a lot of lights on there, but I'm going to focus particularly on one particular effect and that is the lizards that you see above your head. At one point at the Navi River journey, as you're floating along, you look up and there's these huge, almost lily pad-like uh, plants. And you could see the shadow of like these little lizard creatures hopping from one to the other, back and forth. And it is a great effect. It's a simple effect. It's just shadow. But it's a great uh, use of light at the Navi River journey, which is full of great light effects yeah i mean that is really its bread and butter isn't it yeah that's what it's really all about and we'll get to a little bit more of of the uh bioluminescence in pandora of course that's a big 
topic on this one. We'll talk about that in a minute. Yeah, I would but imagine the that, that, that were my guess of the number one use of light. That was where I would have guessed yeah, beforehand. Mean, so, but, the, but let's not do any spoilers. Let's all right, all right, we want. So this is the the lizards, and I think you know what I'm talking about, Dave. Right, the lizard shadows above your head on every river journey. It's a brief effect. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, my number son. Six. That's that, uh, and the you know the. There's a lot. I mean, there's again the bioluminescence thing. I mean, that's that is a uh, definitely a ride made special by lighting for sure. I mean, I think it's probably the most underrated attraction at Disney's Animal oh, Kingdom. I don't know if you settle down. I, I didn't say the best attraction. I said the most underrated and the underappreciated attraction. I think it's great. I love it. Okay, it doesn't get it doesn't get nearly the the buzz as you know some of the other. Uh, bigger attractions, obviously, like Everest and Safaris. I mean, if I had a top 10 list, I'd put both of those ahead of Navi River Journey. Sure. But I think Navi River Journey is great. And, um, you know, nobody seems to really talk about it. They, if they, And then when they do talk about it, they talk about how quick it is. And it's only like a four-minute boat ride as opposed to some of the other boat rides at, uh, yeah. in, at Walt Disney World. It is relatively quick compared to, like, Pirates of the Caribbean. I mean, listen, let, let's be honest. We built Avatar Land to fulfill our requirement of um, uh, a intellectual property, right? Uh, right. And we did all of that, and we wanted to throw a second thing in, so we quickly thought of something that wouldn't cost too much and be too difficult, and that's what that is, Mike. I mean, it's not. Uh, don't be disappointed by it. You need some of those rides in in the Animal Kingdom, but if it's you know, it's not not everything is going to be an e ticket. That's what makes parks parks you know you gotta you know not every again not everything's an e-ticket some things have to be um less than that the problem was that it has an e-ticket line often well and, yeah it does have an e-ticket line i'll give you that right and it's not an e-ticket that's that's what causes the issue in my mind is that it has e-ticket line and not an e-ticket event so you wait for an hour to go on a four-minute boat ride to see one animatronic and some video screens and but fantastic use of light for sure <laughs> not I to get too far off the uh the, the subject here <laughs> yeah i mean i think it's a fantastic attraction but it, it is what it is you're right yeah. i mean it is it's not an e-ticket i'll give you that no no number six dave is the use of light at harambe at night um it is it, the it the place transforms harambe in the evening it becomes much darker, much more mysterious, and the use of light is used to amplify that kind of sense of adventure, that kind of sense of uh, mystery in Harambe. And Harambe itself is just a beautiful place to see at night. Oh, for sure. Yeah. For sure. I just, I'm, I'm trying to think ahead. of like specific lighting things, you know, sure. so but, like, but, but I mean, just like, the fact that it, that it, that it's as warm as it is, is really what, what, what you're looking at, you know, you go like in the little seating area behind Tamu Tamu where it's very dark. It's just, they almost, the lights almost look like, uh, you know, land, not lanterns, but like, uh, uh, torches almost. Um, and on some other places, in Harambe, where the new theater district is, you know, the lighting is, you know, again, it gives it kind of like this mysterious kind of atmosphere to it. It's dark. It's and it's very well done and beautiful ambiance at uh, Harambe. Oh, at for night. sure. Yeah, for sure. 
Number five, Dave, is now we're getting into an attraction, and that is Dinosaur. And, you know, there's not a lot of light in Dinosaur, but when you first start, they recently added sort of these laser-looking things, this kind of with the with the mist, and you get the sense that you're traveling back in time. And I and I love the way those that green, like, laser light looks as you're going into Dinosaur and beginning the attraction you're supposed to be ah, you know, shooting cool. back in time. It was a, it's a recent addition to the recent plus to the uh, to the attraction. It wasn't always like that. It was only maybe about five years ago that they did this, but I think it adds to the attraction. And I love the lasers in Dinosaur. Oh, for sure, that's amazing. I love that too. Really Getting, cool, really cool feel to it. The, the, the way it, the way it's done, you know. And sometimes you need little tricks like that for the storytelling part of it. And that's, sure, that's sure. that's what that is. Number four, Dave, is the fake dusk on the Kilimanjaro safaris. For those of you, I was wondering where you would put this. Where, since they have uh, opened up, uh, we'll, let me back up for a second. Once Avatar Land opened, uh, we, you know, Disney's uh, wanted to push the evening hours of Disney's Animal Kingdom uh, to similar to be, you know, the Magic Kingdom would be open to nine, ten o'clock at night. And one of the things that they decided to do was make nighttime safaris happen. So in order to do that, I mean, at nine o'clock at night in, you know, October, it's very, very dark and you wouldn't be able to see any of the animals. So Disney invented came up with this almost like a fake sun that they put off in the distance to give kind of it it, it makes the attraction even like 10 o'clock at night feel like it's, you know, more like twilight. It's getting darker, but it's not quite dark yet. There are spots where, I mean, you could still see um, most of the attraction. So the fake dusk on the safari is number four on my list. Yeah, I was wondering where you'd put this because some people like this more than others. You know, like they, or I shouldn't say like it, or, you know, some people rate the effectiveness higher than other people do. A lot of people think it's. It doesn't look as authentic as maybe they were hoping no. it would, and that, and that kind of. But it's incredibly difficult to ask to try to make it, yeah. to make it work. It's hard to invent a sun. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> a exactly sun right. I mean, that's exactly right. That's a, that's exactly what they tried to do, and I think they did as good a job as absolutely yeah. possible with it. And I enjoy. I mean, some people complain because the safari's shorter at night. They they cut off uh, part of it for for those of you who don't know. Um, when you're doing the safari ride, you're, yeah. you're, you're, when you get to the big savanna where there's the giraffe and, the, and all those and you have that big look, they actually make a right and go over the savanna over to the elephants and you skip all the other like the mandrel area and that other male elephant area. Um, so they do shorten the ride a little bit. Right. Uh, and, you know, some people complain about that. But, I mean, obviously you can't light up the whole safari. They, that was the only way they could keep it. Right. Um, you know, be able to do it. So I think they do a nice job. I enjoy doing the evening safaris. It's a different look. It's a different take on the safari itself. I think I've said this many times in the past. I mean, you can ride the safari at 10 o'clock in the morning, one o'clock in the afternoon, five o'clock in the evening, and then at night. And each of the four times, it's a different it's experience. Different. You're yeah. going to see different. Yeah, you're going to see different things. So the fact that they, you're able to do this, they've almost created a second attraction. Uh, by doing the safari at night and the fake dusk that's that that lighting structure that they use makes it happen so that's why it's number four on my list yeah i mean i i think the problem was that people were expecting the safari 
to be the mm-hmm. safari just mm-hmm. somehow at night. And you, you, right. you didn't really think that one through, if that's what you thought. <laughs> yeah. Number a lot of animals sleep at night, for one thing. But the ones that don't are up and about, and that's sure. what's the showstopper there. And that's the cool part about it. But you're going to sure. you're driving Lions through the same. Cool at yeah. Night and all that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Anyway. Number three, Dave, is a, probably a uh, an easy one to guess. And that is the effect of the Yeti on Expedition Everest as he comes over and breaks your track and sends you uh, hurtling down uh, the big, the steep incline in Expedition Everest. The the almost shadow like uh, use of the Yeti right. jumping in front of you and pulling up the tracks and, and making a ruckus, I think, is a fantastic part of uh, Expedition Everest. And I think one that you know, everybody looks forward to because that, that uh, signals that you're about to go down the, the big incline and really start booking. Um, so the Yeti breaking the tracks is Absolutely. number three. Uh, absolutely. I didn't know if you were going to count that because it is not only light, but some part animation. Sure. Um, but it is projection and it is absolutely light for sure. But uh, yeah, that's that's I, I thought that might be in the top the top half of this for sure. Yeah. And the, I think the first two, the top two are very easy to guess. Um, Dave, you've already sort of in, in, you know, talked about one of them. <laughs> um, but number two. I put Tree of Life Awakenings. Yeah, uh, Tree gonna, of Life I, Awakenings yeah. is one of my favorite shows. If you were um, gonna, if you were gonna have made me guess, I think I would have gotten it right. <laughs> yes, I, I love Tree of Life Awakenings. I think most people who have seen it love Tree of Life Awakenings, and of course, the, you, those who don't know, it's a project, projection show on the Tree of Life uh, done at night, and they do a fantastic job of giving you some type of show. And during the holidays, it's a, a Christmas esque kind of show. And even during the, in between these little five minute shows, whether it's a you know you see a fox running around a, a meadow or or whatever it is, they they light up the tree to effect, and you can actually see some of the animals on the tree of life move and come to life. Um, you know during these you know intermission of the two sh- of, of the shows right. of Tree of Life Awakenings, they happen like every half hour or so, and they go on for about five to seven minutes. But in between. You know, the trees also lit up, and you can see and they use uh, th- these lights to make it look like the animals on the tree of life are moving a little bit. It's it's a phenomenal job, and and I'm this is maybe one of my favorite things that to occur, if not my favorite thing to occur, since Disney has pushed the Animal Kingdom hours to the evening and the, this edition, the Tree of Life Awakenings. I liked it even better, Rivers of Light, and I love Rivers of Light, but I I, I think Tree of Life Awakenings is fantastic. Yeah, it's amazing. It's amazing, and the the changes they do for the holidays is great. And they've done this is a this is a, a great breakthrough with how they can, you know, use the icon of each park for you know, for this type of thing. And boy, they really hit it out of the park with this one for sure. They did, and I've seen, and it is all light one, for sure. <laughs> and, and they did the they did one at uh, which is now gone, happy happily ever after over at the Magic Kingdom, which is the same kind of thing projection right. on the castle, right. But, but for whatever reason, it works much better, I think, on the Tree of Life than it did on the castle. It does. Um, and, I mean, it's just a crisp, clear image when they're doing the shows. And then, like I said, using the lights uh, in between shows is fantastic, too. So that's number two, yep. Dave. Tree of Life of Awakenings. And we only got one more to go. And I think, Dave, I mean, I, I think number one is relatively obvious. We talked about it a little bit before. Mm-hmm. It is the use of bioluminescence in Pandora. Right. Um you know, Pandora 
I think more than any other land in any Disney park, changes completely between day and night. Um, obviously, you know, we talked about Harambe, how that's better at night. And there's some other places that are, I mean, World Showcase, I think, comes to life at night. Adventureland is very cool at night, but nothing compares to the difference between Pandora during the day and its lush green forest yeah. <laughs> and what happens at night and yeah. the use of the extensive use of bioluminescence um, as you're walking around, you know, getting online for, uh, you know, a soda at the Satuli Canteen or, right. or getting in line for one of the attractions. Um, it's just absolutely fantastic. Mike, um, I mean, it, I, it, it, can, it can absolutely be said that it is the one place that Disney has designed in their theme parks where if you haven't seen it at night, you haven't really seen it. Yeah. Like that yeah. is the spot where it needs to be. Uh, you, you will not appreciate the worth of the design gone into it without going to see it at night. Yeah. I mean, even if you've done the attractions, even if you're, you know, mm-hmm. at the Animal Kingdom for one day and you rope dropped, uh, you know, uh, a flight of passage and, you know, hit Navi River Journey shortly thereafter and then went about your your day on Everest and the safaris and Dinoland and all that kind of stuff, absolutely make sure you come back once the, once the sun goes down um, and enjoy Pandora at night. There's nothing, there literally is nothing like that no. in uh, any park. Uh, any of the other parks or the rest of the animal kingdom. It is correct. very unique. And when I first saw it for the first time, I was blown away by, by walking yeah. around Pandora. Yep. No, hundred percent. Right. I, I think the only thing I would add is that there's something about the animal kingdom at night that always not only surprised me, but that I loved when you go, when it, when, it, when you're in a theme park with thousands of people in it, you expect there to be safety involved. You know, and lighting of certain areas and stuff like that. And, and I'm not I'm not saying for a minute that it's unsafe to walk around the animal kingdom at night. But what always surprised mm-hmm. me from the beginning was you're supposed to be walking through a natural world. You're supposed to be walking through a place where lighting isn't easy to come by. Mm-hmm. Right. And they right. Ma- and somehow they managed to pull that off in the areas where they need to, you know, where the paths are lit but it's dark. Right. You know, and it feels authentic. And they've right. done a great job with that. And then in places like Chester and Hester's, it's bright and light and everything's great. You know, and there's, but you go through some of these paths and you go through, and I'm talking even big thoroughfares, you know, paths leading out to, um, you know, across from uh, the anim- uh, Africa to Asia. Mm-hmm. They're, they're lit. You could see where you're going, but they, hit that balance so well of looking like a natural spot where they struggled to find some light out in the jungle and being almost too dark you know at where it's you could you, you they just hit it they hit it just right with that ambiance they mm-hmm, really mm-hmm. do and and that's the one thing that I think I would add is this sort of general idea of how they treat light at night in the animal kingdom to continue to tell this story of being in a natural spot. I don't know okay. how to put that, but that's, that's kind of what I would think is one of their biggest uh, achievements when it comes to lighting that park is that they managed to, to, to tow that line and do it beautifully, you know, everywhere around the park and, and really strike that balance and make it feel like you're walking through the jungle at night, but yet somehow you can see where you're going. 
<laughs> you know, and the 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 one thing I I appreciate that the the one that I thought of that just didn't quite make the list is uh, you sort of brought it up uh, for a minute there was Chester and Hester's Dino Rama yeah um, during the day you know it looks like a conk you know it looks like uh, it doesn't look great I would put it that way but at night with it all lit up it does it looks it, much better it, it projects the carnival kind of atmosphere much much better at night than it does during the day um absolutely you know it it's it's a fun place to hang around not not that i'm gonna do the games or anything like that but riding primeval world when it was open or triceratops spin at night and just enjoying that kind of carnival like atmosphere much better at night when they use the uh the lights to make it look like uh you know more of a carnival that was the one that you know just didn't quite make the list uh for me and that's when most people go to carnivals, right? I mean, that people yeah. go at night. I mean, down the shore, you go to the boardwalk at night when you're not on the beach sure. anymore. You know, sure, it, sure. It, you go to carnivals in uh, the Northeast, uh, you know, where they, you, you know, town show carnivals and fairs like that. A lot of times you go at night because it's cooler. You know, and that's it's cooler and yep. you're, it's after work, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah, And that's absolutely. why those carny rides are so insanely lit. Mm-hmm. You know, because they they stand out at night, and they did a great job with that. They absolutely did. I think I would put that on my list if I were making ten. Is how they is how they light Chester and Hester's because I I do think they did a great job of uh, you know of making you of making you nostalgic to the for the old carnivals of years past, and mm-hmm. they do it very effectively by their use of light for sure. But anyway, Dave, that's my list of top ten uses of light. I think we're done. There you go, folks. Stay tuned for what I'm sure will be another list in the not-too-distant future <laughs> from Mike as he's hard at work at his next list. Uh, well, if I've you... done color, water, I think sound, and light. Yep. i got to maybe sense, top 10 uses of oh. sense. I'll work on it. As smell? Things. Did you do smell? That's what I mean, sense, smell. Yeah, that, no, I have not. Okay. That'll be next. And mm-hmm. I guarantee you, spoiler alert, the <laughs> corn in Harambe Oh when God! That's that ridiculous. We'll be high on the list. God, it's ridiculous. <laughs> and the grills over at Harambe Market are pretty pretty intense too. <laughs> and there used to be a smell of barbecue wafting out of the flame tree. That uh, I know. You know that, that was, was fantastic. Yes. No, no, it's not as not like it used to be. Anyway, don't forget to hit RT <laughs> Public Store. Link in the show notes. Uh, find Mike on Twitter at Jumbo Everyone. You can go find us on Instagram at Disney's Animal Kingdom, and uh, we're on Facebook too, uh, Radio Harambe. Just go there, and you can search for that, and you'll find us. Um, I guess that's it for Safari Mike. I'm Dave McBride. Quaharini, go well, and thank you for listening to Radio Harambe. Now kungu go now to cook